Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. This is Alex. And uh, today we're doing a live episode. So hello to everyone out in the internet watching us right now. Kind of weird, but it's cool. And we're doing a, uh, a German Shuffle 15. And we'll be answering your questions while also we have some random things about Germany and stuff written down. We're going to go through them and talk about them. Yeah, it's basically a normal German shuffle, but live for our anniversary extravaganza. And in the middle, we'll answer questions that are coming in live. Yes. So let's go ahead and let's, uh, let's light this candle. Let's light it. Thank you all for coming. It is episode 136 yeah. of the AGDW podcast. And this is no normal episode. This is the fourth episode of our February extravaganza for our three-year anniversary. I feel extravagant. Yes. <laughs> it makes me happy. Yeah, we're here. We're excited. This is the um, fourth special episode of the month. Hope you've enjoyed them so far. Uh, today, yeah. today we, uh, this had, is it. This is the finale. Today was the marriage and uh, weddings. Germany versus USA came out. Yeah. Recording this live episode, which will air next week for those of you who did not join us live. So everybody's happy. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Shout out to Eric James right there. It's 12 o'clock noon here in Iowa. Hello from, to Iowa. Uh, waiting for the Dortmund-Chelsea match. Nice. I don't really care who wins that one. Somebody's ditching work. <laughs> uh, yeah, like we said, we're currently live on, on, on uh, Instagram. Throughout the episode, we'll stop to answer questions sent to us from viewers who have joined us live stream. But, uh, Basically everything we just said. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, some news. First things first. Uh, the German government visa for Turkish people is... The German government visa for Turkish people? Yeah. That was, Ger- a, that was a weird way to start that. I feel very nervous. Let's shake this off. Okay, okay. We're <laughs> going gonna to re-edit that. God. Okay. The, uh, because of the disaster that happened in Turkey last week, uh, the German government is offering visas for Turkish people who are living here uh, or who are affected by it. So they can stay in Germany for three months if they have a family member currently living in Germany. Which is really nice. And, the, and they said... We don't want bureaucracy, the usual German red tape, but this is going to be a visa. They're basically giving away to anybody who can just prove their address in a, an affected, affected region um, in Turkey, and they will be able to come to Germany for three months and stay with a family member, um, which is probably a huge help because if your house is destroyed and you're living on the streets in the cold, a uh, much better option to come and live with your sister, your brother, whoever who lives yeah. in Germany. So um, once in a while, the German government does have a heart. It does. It's, it does, it's it does have a heart. It's rare. And but. again, our, our hearts our hearts are going out to everyone affected in Turkey and in Syria. It's really, it's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And we have we have a couple of good friends um, who have been personally affected by this who yeah. are to our Turkish. So uh, yeah, it's um, it's been rough. And wow, that's there's no transition from that to this. Um, go ahead, Alex. Okay, well, someone wrote here. It's called, uh, oh God. Turkmenschen Deutschlands. I can't write. It's too far away. I can't read it. <laughs> okay. Special thanks to Alex's mom for her great donation she gave a <laughs> yes. few days ago. Thanks, mom. Thank you very Love much. You. And for anybody who wishes to donate, you can do so at the bottom of any page on our website. There is a PayPal donation button, and every little bit helps. Uh, we are a nonprofit. It helps to keep us going. Without them, we probably wouldn't still be here. Uh, you know, so it's just because of people like you. So thank you to everyone. People like you. Yeah, thank you so much. Jeff, 
It's Wednesday, and extravaganza. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm jacked up again today. Yeah, yeah. like last week. And I'm, you're, you're, you seem a little nervous too. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. a little nervous, but I'm a little yeah. jacked up. I don't know why. I usually, I don't know, but I usually don't get nervous with these I, things. You, yeah, usually it's the opposite. I'm really nervous, yeah, I know. and you're you're calm and cool. I've, I've absorbed yeah. a bit of your your nervousness, but I'm yeah. okay. I'm alright. I, I think part of it is because for this live stream, the the technical setup is much more elaborate than our normal podcast setup, right? Which you know, we could do in our sleep because we don't have any of the fancy uh, equipment. We have a very janky setup just generally. But it, all, it all works though. Yeah. It's but, worked for 135 but, but episodes. It's just, you know, it, it took a while and that's, that's why we went live a couple times for a few seconds, just checking everything was working. Um, but I think maybe that's why we're, we're, we're coming off of a little bit of a, a stress because we were just happy that True. we're happy it just all works so we got it all work down to the last like minute before seven o'clock so exactly exactly about that but how are you doing how, how was your weekend jeff it was good uh didn't honestly do much but it was kind of one of those weekends where it didn't matter you know my girlfriend was um a bit sick on saturday so we stayed in um instead of going out uh and she felt bad but you know when you're not when you're feeling like like crap last so we stayed we stayed in you know um hung out watched some tv watching the last of us on hbo which is nice awesome love the game um so um hung out there and then sunday we went and met up with a few friends um at mauer park which huh. mauer park means wall park it's a uh, where there's a huge flow market or flea market in berlin one of like probably the most famous flea market in all of berlin and yeah 100 we went um didn't really do much at the flea market kind of just met up nearby to have a couple beers and hang out and uh yeah nice i mean i know what you were doing sunday night to the yeah. wee, wee hours of the morning but yeah, let exactly. everyone else know I, I yeah well obviously sunday night i was watching the super bowl uh I, I found it every year it's getting harder and harder to stay awake for it like previous years i was like all jacked up until like 12 o'clock 12 30 game starts but this year i think we had like we had we had a buttload of coffee and beer and just not great for you know your tum tum <laughs> so you're all you're like running, fighting over the bathroom constantly. And, and, and like, we had a lot of fried chicken from City Chicken. So shout out to City Chicken. Uh, yeah, but that was really fun on Sunday. And then on Saturday, I had some friends visiting. And we did a really cool event I want to talk about later, Ooh, which yeah. was a jacuzzi boat. I'll explain Ooh. later. Ooh, yeah. Sounds awesome. And then on Friday, an old friend of mine visited him and my, my his daughter. So my goddaughter came to visit. And Thursday, other friends visiting from Leipzig. So I had like a bunch of yeah. people over. Could you book your schedule more? Yeah, it was, it was just a very fun <laughs> weekend. A lot of fun things and seeing just really lovely, uh, great people. Oh, I love it, man. Yeah, it was good. Seems good. I mean, didn't hang out with me, but. I didn't. I didn't. That's what made it such a great week. It's got, got a little <laughs> little separation from uh, from little old Jeff here. We were having a fight. So, you know, we're, we, we're, 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 we're fighting. <laughs> but Anyways. Um, you know what would calm down any fight? Just a couple glasses of whiskey. So uh, why don't we just slide on over into that? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, today, what we have is a Nika Days. So we've had Nika before on the podcast. We, we had Nika from the Barrel, which came in that really cool like square and rectangle box. Very Cuban. tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I mean, again, all Japanese, we seem to really enjoy. So. Yeah, actually, I want I, this is the challenge, guys. Send us a Japanese whiskey that's just bad. Yeah. I just want to prove that it exists. One bad Japanese. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it does. But yeah, this is called Nika Days Smooth and Delicate Blended Whiskey, 40% alcohol from Nika Whiskey. Should we read the back? It's been a while. Yeah, and maybe show it off to the uh, people at home. You know? uh, Nika Days Blended Whiskey. A delicate balance is achieved by the skillful blending of grain whiskeys and slightly peated malts. Floral aromas and smooth mouthfeel. I hate that word. 
will perfectly complement any special moment, unless you're pregnant, because you can't drink while pregnant. No, I would not. I would. I would say with, as, as much as you can. That's you what know? it says. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's a pop. I think it's a screwy. And let's I test out that mouthfeel. It, it might be a poppy that looks like a screw. Oh nope, that's unfortunate. Well, that's disappointing. But it, for everyone can see there, it's there. It is. And to be fair, as far as plastic screw tops go, that's actually one of the beefier ones we've had. Usually it's like a very thin kind of like disposable top. That's a... How's it sound? Does it sound more expensive? Yeah, it's got a little bit of a like, kind of like glass clang. It's got a little bit of a, of a deeper, <laughs> deeper sound. All right, let's uh, pour it. Pour it. There you go. Thank you. If anyone's drinking whiskey uh, with us, that'd be really cool. Yeah, let us know what you're drinking. All right, James has said, um, it has a bright golden yellow color, fruity on the nose, followed by pleasant aromas of custard and barley malt. It is an artfully, artfully cracked, is this what you read or is this some- Artfully crafted blend that combines the slightly pasty taste of single, did you just make that up, James? Or are you, you just write, like, did you read that somewhere? If or, not. Or is it repeating what you said? I don't, I don't that's, know. That's not what I said. Oh, okay. I said, call up in any special moment. And I said the word mouthfeel. He didn't say mouthfeel. Hmm. You don't, you don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> anyways, to all at home, if you're joining us, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. That's good. Mm, well, oh, yeah, that's good. How would you describe the mouthfeel? <laughs> wet. Very wet. Wet. Very wet. Um, <laughs> but anyways, let's move on while we sip this. Really just tasty Japanese whiskey. Let's do it. Uh, before we get started to our German Shuffle 15 live edition, anniversary extravaganza edition two. Uh, Sorry, what? <laughs> if you'd like to uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, it's always appreciated. Read them all and helps other people find the podcast just like you. Also check out our website, agdwpodcast.com. Many do say it's the greatest website of all time, Jeff. I hear it. I have. You hear have it. you guys at home? Uh, have you ever heard this? You heard this? You know, probably next to the, the cooler, you know, during your work, your lunch break or something. Uh, okay. DJ Rotow says, I don't think they'd appreciate me drinking on the clock. Which, that's fair. It's fair. But that's, that's, that's why I always keep a bottle hidden in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, and I can't then, do that. And then you have a sad, <laughs> you have a sad whiskey in the bathroom during, your, little, during, your, during little your break. Whiskey duty? Yeah. Little duty whiskey. <laughs> And also check out our Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. Um, a lot of stuff on there, like this, like this live episode. This is on Instagram yeah, right now. Exactly. If you guys were following us on Instagram, you get things like our live episodes. Exactly. So. so I don't know what you're waiting for. Just do it. Just join. Just, just, just follow it. And without further ado, Jeff, let's get into uh, our first ever live German shuffle. So it is. if you guys got your dancing shoes on, we're going to start going. Yeah, uh, I hope. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number one, the importance of a winter coat, Jeff. That's it. Just the importance of a winter coat here in Berlin. But it makes so, so much sense because when you live in the U.S., say even if you live in a rather cold place, right? Yeah. Mo- the, most of the time you're spending outdoors is the 100-foot walk from your front door to your car. Right. And then the other 100-foot walk from your car to the front door of your office building, right? Wherever, yes. wherever you work, you know? So it's a, it's a lot of kind of like quick spurts of freezing, but then, you know, heater, 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 you know? Whereas in Germany or Berlin or any city really in Germany, if you don't own a car, like most people don't, yeah, you're you're spending, you're, it's, it's, that, it's that walk down to the nearest subway station or, or also when you're hanging out with friends, 
you're going to the Christmas market, you're outside for three hours. So, yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, like certain jackets are like, ah, this will hold me for five minutes, but not for three hours. So. And this is something you learned because you just got like your first great winter jacket. What last, last year? I feel like an idiot. I, I've been, guys, <laughs> I've been doing jackets wrong for 10 years. For 10 years, I've been complaining. Like my normal thing is I have a long sleeve shirt. Then I have a cardigan sweater. Then I have my black wool winter jacket over top and I'm still cold. Okay. And that's every year. Um, but I was always getting kind of just like a, kind of like a black wool coat that kind of, I thought was kind of like a nice look, but it seemed warm enough. But I thought like, okay, this is as good as it gets until you and a few of my other friends last winter got me this, um, kind of one of these more puffier jackets. I don't know how, how you describe it. It's like a, like a, uh, I think it's a down jacket. It's called down jacket like goose feathers. And that with just a t-shirt under and no cardigan, no, like I am so freaking warm and, I'm, and comfortable. And I'm like, it, it, it pissed me off. Cause the second I put it on, I was like, I could, I could have felt this way for the past 10 years. Oh, that's a long time. And you're right. Cause when I, when I was in the States, uh, I, I barely even wore winter jackets. I wore, you know, like a big hoodie or something like that. And I walked to my car and I was like, I didn't really need to have a nice jacket until I moved here. And then I bought like a few and I had one for, I think nine years straight, this thinsulate, you know, good stuff. Yeah. But most of your jackets, including now are not that warm. No, they're not. But I, I think you go more style over function. I do definitely go a little more style yeah. over function. I'm also, I'm also not from California. I'm from the cold. I think my, my blood's a little bit thicker, mm. but I'm, I'm, I'm fine in the winter. It's fine. But you have started wiring uh Schleikis lace. I mean, um, like what are they called? Hose, uh, uh, thermal, 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 thermal underwear, thermal underwear, thermal which, underpants. I'm glad you joined. Cause I, that is one thing for years. I always like, if it's under five, it's five degrees or less, I don't go outside without thermals because like you don't need it, but it just makes you so much more comfortable and you can last a lot longer. You know, people make fun of you for wearing them, but I don't, it's trust me guys. I'm only wearing them now when I go all day out. So like once a week, once, twice a month, we go somewhere on Wednesdays and, um, and that is when I wear, um, that's when I wear like the thermals because we're outside, you know, for like eight hours a day. (laughs) All right. We're, 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 we're so used to, we can just edit things really quickly. Now we're remembering. Oh yeah, some, some, some people are hearing this live, and we cannot affect what you guys hear. So uh, yeah, that was a that was a whoops. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Alex is a man in tights. Alex is a man in tights. I am. I, I also wear uh, pretty tight jeans too. So I'm a, I'm a tidy, tidy guy. But no tidy whities though. <laughs> no, no. T- not, uh, you don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've seen you without pants on. That's true. You have seen without pants on. <laughs> and it just happens, you know. You know somebody long enough, at some point, you see them without I mean, pants on. I don't think on. you're really friends. You haven't seen that person without their pants on. At some point, yeah. Right? At least, like, you know, same gender friends. Because we've been, like, skiing together. You know, like, you're, you're getting out of your ski outfit and stuff. Like, you know, you, you see things. Yeah. Plus, you know, I just take my pants off sometimes. Yeah. It's fine. It's not that we leave the, like, bathroom door open or something. You know? No, that, no. That people, you know, people do, I don't know. We don't have that many people here, but I am one. Maybe people have something to chime in here, whether you like to do uh, number one or number two in front of your friends with the door open. Because I know some people do do that. Did you really just ask that question? I did. Hashtag no context. He just came in and he heard us. He heard you either asking about peeing in front of other people or seeing people, friends in their underwear. So. <laughs> Sorry. Hashtag no yeah, context. Simon called us weird. It's, it's, it's fine. It's all right. I'm okay with it. All right, Jeff. Let's... Uh, Let's move on. Okay, we're good. Yeah, let's get back to the shuffle. Like when we uh, go off script, it's no good. Wickety wicka. <laughs> let's. <do it. laughs> uh, next in the shuffle, and this is something I don't like because I'm I'm very much a person about 
your personal rights against authority figures, police, and that sort of thing. Sure, know? I think yeah, I think we can get behind that. And you know, in the states, if you're in a not step, stop an ID state, which is most states, um, the police cannot just come up to you randomly and demand your ID unless they suspect you of committing a crime or you have committed a crime or you're about to commit a crime. So they can't just go to a random person and be like, "Hey, give me your ID." Right. Like, I mean, we, they do it, but you, yeah, but you're not you, you are to. allowed to say no. Right. right. You do, do not have to give it to them. Um, and in Germany, for the most part, it is that way as well. But we found out recently. And this was from a listener. Mm. Name is uh, that came to our um, our last meetup. It was a couple that just got married. He's a soccer player. Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. 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 Trevor. Trevor. Let us know about this. Sorry, Trevor. I forgot your name. That in Berlin, there's certain areas in Berlin that are are defined as special criminal zones. And if you're in one of these zones, and for you know. No surprise, it's a huge part of Neukölln. I, um, I I live in one of these one of these zones, zones. which I hate. If you if you're inside one of these zones, police can come up come up to you without any evidence or suspicion of you committing a crime and search your person and your bags and ask for an ID, and you have to let them do it. That's crazy. Which is I I'm sorry, Germany, no. Like, That's really not something I would expect uh, in Germany because considering the history, I'm not going to get into it. But you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly. And 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 it, it is it is kind of hey, there is it is kind of wild. Um, hey, Trevor. Yeah, and in the areas they have are like definitely like it's fair enough those areas. But you should stop stop and frisk has never worked. It should never work. And it's, it's, it's terrible. No, it doesn't matter if it's a high crime rate. Just because you're physically in there means you no, are I'm now saying, a criminal. Like, I'm saying those areas make sense. That's high crime rate. But I'm not saying it doesn't make sense to stop and frisk because that's no, no. You should at should least have legal. suspicion. There's, there's, there should at least be a reason behind searches, not just stopping random people. Yeah, no, like, you can't hey, just do that. Let me see what's in your backpack. You no, know what I mean, I mean, that's not fair. It's not fun. That's not constitutional. Well, maybe it is here. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously it's legal in Berlin. So I, I wonder if it's if they have those kinds of areas in other German big German big cities like yeah, Munich true. or Köln or something. I don't know. Now the next one, this is definitely one not for me. Uh, so this is, says U.S. hardware stores versus German hardware stores. Yeah, I have nothing to say about this because I don't. I'll just I, say, I go to software stores. I'll, I'll say it really quickly because everybody knows like I I'm a maker. I do construction. I like working with wood and stuff. And so you know I I'm often at a hardware store or OB if you're in the state uh, Germany, which is like the German version of, it's like a carbon copy of Home Depot. Even the, they're it's in the co- same colors. The color is orange. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's the, the jingle is not as good as Home Depot. True. I like those songs. But not, not, but not speaking of the big box stores like that, I'm talking about just your standard everyday corner hardware stores. And all I have to say is, God, they're so much better in the States. And Germany, oh, yeah? Yeah, like the selection that you get in, oh, yeah, Bauhaus. in small, even in small U.S. Uh, hardware stores are so much better than in uh, German hardware stores. In terms of what though? Like, uh, in ter- terms of, talk terms to me of, like I'm five years old. In, in, ter- terms Nails. Of, in terms of everything, like like I found like German hardware stores, usually like half of them or, or half of every of a German hardware store is kind of, kind of just household items. It's like, you know, plastic food container, you know, like stuff that's not even has anything to do with construction, right? Whereas like American ones have... Like you can go in and get any length of pipe you need, metal or PVC plastic. You can get any kind of nail screw. Like like it's a, it, it's much more focused on the actual hardware, which makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, now, didn't you tell me once that also like uh, the PVC the PVC piping is an issue for you here? Yeah, you can. It's almost impossible to find. Like in the states, anywhere you go, you can get plastic PVC piping, which we use for uh, water or irrigation or whatever. And I kind of use it sometimes as like kind of like an adult erector set because like they're super cheap and you can get any kind of like 90 degree connection. You can make like a cube out of it or uh, like, if, like if you need to make like a homemade paint booth out of like 
$15 worth of PVC pipes, you can make a cube, drape it in plastic, and now you have like a paint booth or, you know, you can just make stuff out of it. And so it's a cheap way to, to make kind of temporary things. But in, yeah, American or German hardware stores, including Obi or Tomb or wherever, it's just impossible to find. Like, what do they use instead? Don't know. I guess they more have like metal piping, galvanized steel or stuff. I don't really know, but it's, it's impossible to find. Really yeah. hard. Yeah. No idea. Uh, I, know, I know half most art people don't care, but uh, I, yeah, I, I don't care yeah. at all. Science <laughs> <laughs> is really don't. All right. Well, let's move on to something that Alex cares about. Next one is pretty interesting. So I noticed this has happened to me once or twice, and I've talked to a few other people, and they've said they've seen this as well. And that's like when traveling, especially long distance. I saw this when I was traveling to Thailand. Uh, and we had to stop in, I think, China or Taiwan. And there was like different lines for passports, right? Yeah. And For arriving in that country or leaving? For arriving in okay. that country, I believe it was. And I'm not sure if it was like separate like EU and then like maybe the Asias or something like that. But I remember there was like a German line and an everyone else line. So there was a and custom? not just like EU. It was like Germany passports. You go that way and everyone else... A customs line just for Germans. Yeah, that, I saw that, it. That's weird because like... The two eyes. Yeah, in all my traveling, I've never seen that. So it must be a rare thing. Because like in all of Europe, I've never seen a German-only line. No. Um, in uh, India, never saw it. In Russia, never saw it. In the East, never saw it. So it must be a rare thing. But I mean, it, it, the only reason it could be is that there's just such a high... F- a volume of Germans coming be, to that country. Which makes sense. Or maybe the Germans went there early and put all their towels down. <laughs> and when they were coming next time, now it just became a line. <laughs> Germans just claimed a customs line. This is my custom line now. We put a towel there, and it was like, well, that is, that is international has, law. Has anyone else seen these German-only lines? Yeah, that's um, true. That's for all the pensioners that live there. Yeah, fair. Um, do they sell? Do they sell pets in the states? I think he's referring to hardware stores. No, I've never been to an American hardware store that sells pets. No, usually you have your like a, a pet shop for that. Um, I don't know if I've seen any um, pet shops generally in the city. I'm sure they exist in Berlin. You mean? Yeah. He's in a pet shop? No, actually. I mean, especially like dogs and stuff, they really expect you to get it from a shelter. Um, I want a hamster. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Actually, in America, you, you, that's kind of like one of the standard shows you, stores you come across. But in Germany, I've never seen one. I mean, I know like, they're not very good, but... Uh, oh, there we go. German lines in Italy. James saw it. Really? Interesting. It's okay. I tell you, it's, it's a no, thing. No, no, no. I believed you. I just... I. Then it's not a proper hardware store if it doesn't have a uh, sell pets. Okay, I guess so. Interesting. All right, next on our list. Sorry, we're, we're trying to go back and forth between the uh, Instagram comments and our uh, shuffle here. This is, this is so not just such a nonsensical episode. That's all right. Let's go. Yeah. This next one again, no one's gonna care about. I just found it interesting. I'll say it really quick. Usually, when um, flying to the USA from almost anywhere, especially Europe, you have to fill out a customs form on the plane that then when you land you hit you hand it in when you're doing passport control basically it's a thing that asks like hey how much what's the value of the items you purchased when you were abroad where are you staying you know you're right. at, you know whether it be a hotel or you're staying with your family whatever um this last winter when i went to portland it was the first time i landed in the u.s and not given a customs form and nobody on the plane was given a customs form and they didn't check for them and I don't know why Portland you know is different than I, California or everywhere else I've flown I didn't to. feel one in last time I went to the States either. They might have, they might be changing the, changing the, the, the system, but, uh, cause usually before you land, right? You know, yeah, like yeah, half they, an hour before they give you that with some, to, some, to everybody on the plane and you, you know, you're, everyone's always asking everyone else for a pen, you know, cause nobody has a pen and right. you fill out your thing. I didn't get that either. Now I'm thinking about it. I totally forgot, yeah. but I didn't feel one out last time either. Okay. okay. So maybe they're 
they're changing things, which would be nice. Like I'd, I'd like not to fill out that stupid form every time. It's the form, just pa- paper, like, you know, it's waste. just a waste of paper. It's all like, it's kind of like those things that you sign. It's like, are you sure you're not lying? And you're, you just write down. Yes. I mean, it's who's, who's checking this. There's all fact checkers here. What are you reading? Uh, no. Yeah. So uh, J- James is pointing out that uh, OB in sells some pets and, and the one in Berlin I go to does to an extent, it has a pet section, but it's more pet feed. I've never yeah. actually, I've never seen any um, pet feed and pet brushes um, and for cleaning pets, but I've never actually seen any live pets at the OB, at least I go to, but no, apparently that, some do. That is true. I have seen fish at a, um, not a hardware store, but at a plant store. I guess they're all selling living things and plants and fish are similar. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, hello, Jeff and Alex. As a resident of Jeff's old stomping ground, uh, you guys have really inspired me to make the move to Germany. Just got to get the rest of the family of five on board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you got you got your work cut out for you. But no, but like um, whether it's a joke or not, uh, yeah, like I support you. Like, I mean, it's um, it's a it's a big deal to uproot your whole life and go abroad anywhere. So um, but I can say, like, if you really put the effort into it you will probably not be disappointed. So, um, but yeah, moving with a family, like when I did it, I was young and stupid and had no, nothing to really hold me back. Yeah, no, me either. Yeah, nothing. So a whole family, I mean, yeah, it's a whole different thing, but um, yeah, if you can uh, slowly, uh, hey, just throw them onto our podcast. Maybe a few episodes, they'll get into it. Yeah, true. Like, hey, Jeremy sounds cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I think convincing five people will be difficult, but I hope you can do it because it's awesome here, especially for a family. I think it's a lot of, Less expensive to raise a family here than it is in the states. Depends. I guess depends. Depends. No, if you live in Munich, no. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, in terms of you have to save up for you know college education and stuff like that, which is nice. Depends. <laughs> I mean, yeah. public public university is free here, so that's a well, big. It depends what your ticket's doing, because uh, I know if you're becoming a doctor, that's not free. Well, yeah, true. So just don't have a really smart kids to, <laughs> to be a doctor. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the next uh, wick, wick shuffle. Ooh, this is all you, man. Yeah, this one's fun. I just I just learned this recently, and it actually uh, made me think back years of conversations that I've had, and that is the Germans use the winky face emoji usually to denote a joke and not a flirt like in the States. Like in the States, like, how you doing? Winky face. It's like, oh, you'll do it. Yeah, usually, yeah, a winky face emoji, it's showing like... Yeah, you're being a little, little saucy, a little flirty. You know, um, you doing? You would not use it like you. You could possibly use it for something else, but you would never use it as to denote a joke because it would come across as sexual or or flirty. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, because once when I first started dating my girlfriend, I saw her putting these um, uh, winky face emojis with you know our friend Misha, whoever, and I'm like kind of joking, like, "Hey, what's going on here?" You know, and she's like, "What?" Just making a joke or, and I'm like, yeah. and then I explained to her, I was like, you know, like or back in the States, it's like only used for flirting or like, Hey, who kind hey. of like uh, attitude, hey, but hey. yeah, Germans use it just for joking. So if you get one, doesn't mean the guys in Germany, that doesn't mean they're flirting with you. Technically it just could be a joke. Just joking, man. Just like, joshing hey, around. Hey, but boom, it's, it's kind of like their version of the, the drum. Oh, know, the, like, the finger, yeah. finger, finger guns. No, just so you know, it's a joke. I think, you know, maybe you say something that sounds, that could sound horrible, but when you put the little winky, they're like, ah, okay. Made a little, there you go. Made it a little funny. Here we go. Trevor points out public medical schools are free here too. Interesting. Oh, there you go. Oh, the upside down smiley face. What does that one mean? I don't, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> I think, I think, like, I think I've used it once where it's like when you're hung over and you're like, Hey, want to hang out? Upside down smiley face. 
I mean, like I kind of mean it, but not really. I don't know what it means. I don't know. I, I only use like two or three smiley faces. I can't do the rest. It's too much. Okay, that's nice. They asked, can we do a few bullet points of podcast operation costs? For the Where donations. the donations help out. But yeah, we could. Generally, it's it's uh, it's a lot of the website. It's a lot of the uh, hosting fees. Like, yeah, like for, for our podcast server. The server the does cost a decent amount of money. That's, and then they're the ones who put it onto like uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and those other things. Once you put so the SEOs essential. in. Yeah. Very essential. The website. And all, um, all, of, all of our equipment. I mean... When we started this podcast, we didn't have all this stuff and like no, the whole other, whole other bag over there as well. Because um, you find out like, oh, I need all these cables and adapters and connectors. And then, oh, and I've guessed, oh, I now need a separate mixer to add a, thir- a sec- third person on. Exactly. And this mixer is broken once before, so we had to get a new one. And then, of course, the whiskey. Uh, and I'm sure there's other hidden costs in there as well. Yeah. But yeah, it... it, it but we'll, we'll, we'll put together a... Uh, a more thought out breakdown, uh, maybe next episode. Let's remember to do that. Yeah. 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 We can do that for yeah, sure. But absolutely. Yeah. Because and that's what we say to, we're, we're not joking when we say like the d- donations we've received up to this point without them, we would, this podcast would not be going on right now because we, no. we went through some areas. We went through some times where like huge chunks of times with no sponsors and, you know, it gets to, and, and you know, and I was having financial troubles because of the pan- pandemic. And it's like, this is a, podcasting is a luxury it's not an ex- essential expense so like right, yeah there, there would have come to a point where I'd, be, I'd have to be like alex man i gotta back out of this because i i can't justify spending money on this at this juncture so you guys really saved us in uh, a lot of different ways no really and like yeah we, we even have to we even spend like everything that we have every month and then we're done with we have nothing at the end of the month oh yeah no we don't no profit gets put away ever we're like, not lining these pockets we're not corrupt <laughs> no, no no and there's a lot of months where what comes in is still not so we still have to pay a little bit out of our pocket you know so yeah. uh, but um but every little bit helps you know it just it really does so. it does so thank thank you everyone who has and if you haven't again it's a free podcast so you do you you don't have to donate if you don't want to no no why, why, why we're, not, we're not begging here no if you want we don't do this for the money no yeah because we're not making any anyways. <laughs> if so. we did, we're really bad at it. If we did, we'd be so bad at this. That's true. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go next, to the next, the next point. The German shuffle. Now, do you guys have Goodwill uh, in Rhode Island? Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, so Goodwill is a apparently nationwide chain of yeah. um, secondhand charity shops, you could say, yeah. um, in the States. And you get like t-shirts, jeans, for like $2, $5, old radios, phones, whatever, old you know. video games. They have everything there. You, under the sun that's ever existed, especially it's from like the eighties and nineties. They have a goodwill. Yeah. Cause it's household stuff like right. t- tables, chairs. And my kind of complaint is that something like this does not exist in Germany. Now in Berlin, what we have biggest Humana, which sells secondhand stuff. But what I found in Germany, almost every secondhand shop, is very much for profit, uh, like the, the, the way they price things. Whereas Goodwill in the States, basically it's same like Humana, it's all donations, but they'll sell t-shirts at a dollar a piece. Like things are, again, they're, they're doing their best to aim towards people who truly need, the, like like not, not, not hipsters who want cool clothes. You know what I mean? Like right. they're actually trying to help people who have um, low, low, low income families, which is in Germany, the secondhand shops I've seen they seem like they're more targeted towards people who just want cool vintage clothing and stuff well, like I, that. I think that there lies a difference right there. Goodwill is a secondhand shop, and I think a lot of the those shops like that here in Berlin are uh, more um, vintage but, shops. But even all the ones that are labeled as secondhand, they're even called secondhand shop. I know. They're, the way they're priced is not for people who are low income to help, right. to help them. It's Again, it's just like... 
for average people who just want to spend less money, if you know what I mean. There is one that I know, um, right near Alexanderplatz, actually, that is like a secondhand shop with a lot of cheaper stuff. And you pay, uh, what's it called? Pay by weight. So you get a bunch of stuff that you want and you weigh it. And then based on how many kilos. would be Humana. No, no, it's not. At, it's on the way on um, uh, so, okay. on I think. And there's a secondhand shop and you kind of, you get, grab what you want, you weigh it. Oh yeah, I and think I've, based on the weight you play, place. you pay per kilogram. Yeah, which is pretty cool, and they have like a lot of more. It's less like chic vintage stuff. It's more, it's kind of like here's a bunch of random stuff that we have. Yeah, it's I pretty cool. I wish there's just more shops that were just truly like priced for people who actually need it. You know what and I mean? Someone says right here, yeah, the uh, shopping at Goodwill has the prices have gone up recently, so that's too bad. It says in also in the Netherlands and Belgium also sell clothing bought from U.S. Goodwills. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And there's one called, what's it called? Verina, that'll take usable things. Not sure if there's like a, one in German. Verein, probably, I think yeah. saying. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Verein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all, all I've really seen in Germany is, um, but like in public next to a park, there'll be like a metal box that you can put kind of old clothing in. And I right. guess those theoretically get um, doled out to um, maybe charities. People less fortunate somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but there's not really like, a location to go to to pick this. I don't really know where they kind of hand that out, but but I'm sure I'm assuming they they do help people. I, but I, I see a lot of people kind of just rummaging through the bin rather than waiting for it to go somewhere. So not really <laughs> sure. Not really sure how that works. Yeah. No. Next one. I think you wrote this because I don't. Okay. It says trains going really trains going really really fast uh, through stations like in small villages where where they do not want to stop. Can you expand on that? Well, at this all? is a fun and or scary thing. Um, especially for people who live in uh, in the U.S. because you know who aren't really experiencing trains a lot in in Germany, of course, there's a lot of high speed trains and they only stop in kind of larger stations. You know, the Hamburg, Hauptbahnhof, et cetera, et cetera, and they bypass a lot of these small villages. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, and it's like shockingly fast. Yeah. So what happens is you're in the small like, and it's happened a few times where um, I'm at my girlfriend's small village. It's late at night, and we're kind of waiting for our train to come to take us back to Berlin. You're, you're in a small village. It's deathly silent. You know, you sure nothing, right? And then, yeah, and then maybe like yeah, you see a light, and within five seconds, it's like, and it is, it is such a, it feels like a hurricane going by. My girlfriend will grab me, like, ah, like start <laughs> screaming because it really. It, she used to be useless. She's from a German small village. Because like the trains, quote unquote, slow down, but not to like. 20 miles per hour they slow down to like 100 miles per hour right. you know what i mean so like they go by and it's like a three seconds of it's um it's really intense and it could, could be totally scary if you've never been uh, around trains that much but uh yeah, I, yeah I, find no, it, sure. I find it fun yeah and i think it's also really fun too because i love the ics i love being in them and when you're in them they're going really fast what are they going 180 kilometers an hour or something like that uh, i shouldn't go higher higher yeah like 200 they go really fast and when you're in them, you don't really feel that. It's like when you're in the Autobahn, you're going really fast. You can really feel it because you're in a car. But on the train, when it's going fast, it feels pretty chill. But then when you're sitting at those stations, you see them go by, and that's when they're slowing down. It really kind of just shows you, kind of makes you step out of it and realize how incredibly fast these trains are going. Trains yeah. are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Herr Winkelkopf pointed out one good thing is, like, if they properly slow down for each one of these small little stations – like the train would just never get to where it's going. Like it just like it, the trains would always be late. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. So it's like <laughs> it's a good so point. Like fair. No, but, but this is also why at these stations, you know, there's there's a line pointed near the edge where it's like that's why they recommend stand behind this line. Right. 
And if you do, it doesn't matter how fast the train is going by, like it's not going to suck you in or something. They figured out these, the physics of this, or, you know, obviously. So um, yeah. you'll be fine. Oh, there it is. 220 kilometers an hour. James, James you should just be like our fact checker because clearly we don't know a lot. All right. Next, Alex, for the shuffle. Uh, this is difference between Europe and USA when washing dishes, a stone versus a brush. What? Oh, no. Um, I sorry. I, sp- I supposed to say sponge versus a brush. Oh, so, a sp- I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm so, not washing with a, with a stove. So I'll, stove. Try to, I'll try to explain it. Growing up in the U.S., um, in, in my family and also the families of my friends, that's who I visited. And when I went to my grandparents in other cities, everybody used a sponge in order to wash dishes. You know, if they were, if they were washing bun by hand, they use a sponge. Yeah. When I came to Europe, it was the first time I saw that Europeans use these plastic brushes. Yes. And during the first few months I lived in Europe, I once used the sponge and my roommate was like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, he's like, no, no, no. You clean the, the, the plates with the brush, not the sponge. The sponge is for wiping down the counter or whatever. And he got all confused. And I was like, oh, but, but why can't I use a sp- uh, yeah um so obviously just a very uh, different uh different cleaning uh I never thought about process that. I, I, I mean what what do you use now I, uh, yeah of course since since 10 years brush yeah oh I'm still oh I'm I'm sponging it up no oh, my I'm still sponging it no, you're still being weird yeah it cleans the countertop that's dirty then I you, clean you, my- but do you use the same sponge for the countertop and for your plates I mean my plates go in a dishwasher but then why are you washing them at all? I wash, you know, my pots and pans. Oh, okay. But with the sponge that cleaned the dirty countertop. Yeah. Oh, my. I mean, then that, I, put, I, I, think, I think that's where Europeans differ. It's like, because that's gross. And so they, they, have the separate, <laughs> they have the separate ones. So they have one for wiping down counters and one for touching your plates. I, I just, yeah, I put the, you know, you put the sponge, you put it in soap right. water, and then, it, and then it cleans itself. It's you're, like soap. Europeans, please chime in in the next uh, few seconds here. Uh, well, let us know. There's a delay, so we won't Herr Vinkokov said that his or her 90-year-old grandpa has always used a sponge. In, in Germany oh, or in uh, the U.S.? And he has a brush. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. This delay is really, really <laughs> frustrating right now. Yeah, you guys will respond by the time we move on to the next one, but that's fine. We'll, 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 that's we'll catch okay. up. Uh, but yeah, I, I use a sponge, but I do like the brushes. I use those at work sometimes. And I do scrub a lot better because I'm not doing a little bunch of yeah, scrubbing. They, they, they scrub way better for plates and everything. That's why I just, I just switched when I moved here because I, I, was, I was like, yeah, you guys are right. This is way better. Maybe I'll make the switch. Maybe Plus, I, I think in terms of cleanliness, it's like a, a, sponge, a, a brush can last much longer than a sponge. A sponge will have bacteria stuff growing on it much easier because That's true. it's porous. Whereas, you know, the brush can last longer. And you can also put it in the washing machine. So, uh, Vinkokov said their grandma, grandpa is in Germany. Eric James also said they use a washcloth or flannel, like a t-shirt. To wash your, I think he's screwing with us. To wash your plates? Yeah, why not? You flannel? flannel? I mean, a flannel sounds like a you perfect... Mean like, you mean just like the shirt he's wearing? It just like rubs the pasta off? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, they're, maybe Eric James is Canadian. That would make sense. They wear a lot of flannels. That is true. There, there's uh, your stereotype for the day. Next, Alex, I think everyone's waiting to hear about that hot tub boat. Because yeah. probably when you mentioned that in the earlier, they're like, wait, boat, hot tub, my two favorite things. What, what's going on? True. La- last week, and I didn't experience that. It's honestly one of the coolest things I've done in this city. And this city offers a lot of uh, really cool things. And that was a hot tub boat. And it's exactly what you think it is, but actually <laughs> even cooler. I mean, see, I thought it was like... Maybe on the extras page... 
if we can get Wix, Wix working, we'll post a picture. I'll post a picture. I'll put it on the Instagram after this. Oh, okay, yeah. So the hot tub boat is, I thought it was just going to be like a floaty hot tub that kind of floats down the river. And I was really getting really confused of how to, you know, turn around and how to steer it. Turns out it's like a full-on little boat with a hot tub in the middle. And the back, there's actually a wood fire that you, that's how you heat up the water as you put, people, so put more cool. wood in. There's little cup holders, and you can also get like a little case. You, you have a little uh, cool pack. And you can buy some beers and wine there. There's a little thing on the on the left side for you know go forward, back, and neutral, and a little rudder in the back. Is that a rudder to steer? Yeah, Is that yeah. what it's called? So so you're chilling in the hot tub water as you're steering the boat and yes. doing whatever. Yeah. In the middle of wow. winter, it was like three degrees out in a hot tub. Uh, start off near Treptow Park and go all the way down to uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Uh Oberbaumbrücke. Yeah. All the way down there. Then you turn back around. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. It was honestly just so cool. We had so much fun. Sounds so cool. Was, like, we, brought, we brought a speaker with us. So we have some music. There's a little light at the bottom. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I love it. Because like, hot tubs are probably one of my favorite things on the planet. Um, yeah. Yeah, my mom in her where she used to live in California, she had a hot tub, and oh man, I, just, I got for hours with a couple beers and just like melt away. Like yeah. I, I just find it super relaxing. And guys, like the best way to describe this, it is not a boat with a hot tub. It is a hot tub boat because I would say like the majority of the boat is hot tub. You know right. what I mean? Like with like a little bit of uh, there's a little know. deck in the front, little poop deck in the back, and uh, yeah, that's about it. it. It's it's so cool. I recommend anyone who's visiting Berlin or lives in Berlin. To, to go do but it. But is it uh, affordable or is it... Okay? I, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and my girlfriend paid for it, but she, so, said, she said it wasn't very cheap. Okay, so it might bust the budget of some people. It might bust the yeah. budget of some, but it's definitely a cool experience. Nice. Now, now sure. I, what I do want to ask... Okay. Because Alex mentioned he's driving this boat while drinking alcoholic beverages. Now, I'm fairly certain... Allegedly. I, I, allegedly, but I'm fairly certain that drinking while driving a boat is illegal in Germany. So I'm wondering how they were offering these alcoholic beverages to you while you're driving a motor vehicle. Like I'm, I have to assume in Germany, this is illegal to even have one beer while you're, I mean, while you're I, what, I, what I'm assuming is that, uh, cause it only goes up to five kilometers an hour. Like this thing is, it's really slow, like very, very slow. So I'm assuming that there's but, maybe some limit. No, but, like, but if the thing sinks and you're drunk, you're going to die. Right. So like you, the, probably the rule, no matter how fast it is, like it's a watercraft, like, it's, I, I'd assume that you just. But it's can't. not about the drowning; it's about the driving. Well, no, but no, but also like because you get you get drunk in any boat as a, as a passenger. Yeah, yeah but, it, but, it, but you know, but as a cat, like, but if there's nobody sober on the boat, even okay. including the captain, call me captain. It's okay, yeah, okay. call me captain. Including the captain, I would have to. <laughs> anyways, if anybody knows, chime in. I'm I'm kind of curious because I would have to assume knowing Germany because you can't you can't drive and drink a bicycle so i'd assume they don't let you drive a boat in which you could run into other boats and stuff and cause hazards on the waterway jeff if i'm going to a hot tub boat and they say hey there's some beers in the fridge if you want some here's a cooler you know i'm gonna put the beers in the make cooler. It be clear i'm not ragging on you i would do the same but i'm just saying i'm wondering under terms of legality because if i do this i don't want to be caught and then actually get a dui you know what i mean because i've been caught by like the boat you know the boat police or whatever so that's true and i, I don't know if like because they told us at the time like the the, the spree will be empty and it was we saw we saw one boat i don't think they plan the times based on busyness of the water no i can't do that that's stupid Never mind. <laughs> they wouldn't know right they wouldn't know okay james points out he's like i've seen people arrested for drinking while on a scooter like uh 
you know, I know a scooter. Rent, rental scooter. No, no, but, <laughs> no, but not one where you sit down. Like, it's because that also gets called a scooter. I mean, like, you know, one of these kind of like electric where you stand, uh, okay. stand on it kind of thing. And biking. So probably boating follows suit, I would have to say as well. Yeah. I mean, it must not if it goes, there has to be some kind of like under certain kilometers an hour rule. Like five kilometers an hour is like what? Two, yeah, but, okay, three but, miles per hour. Yeah, but, but there's no, it's not like, they're like, when you're in your car, you're like, hey, but if I go under five kilometers an hour, I can't drink a drive. No, right? but your like, car is able to go over that. This boat cannot do that. Yeah, but like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's what I have to assume. Yeah. Because you probably go on a rowboat drunk. That's probably fine. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would assume in Germany, any kind of motorized vehicle, motorized at any, at any, in any way, any strength, would be illegal, just knowing Germany. But anyways, if anybody knows, well, we'll actually, we'll look up it afterwards. That would be interesting to check yeah, out. All right. If you want. Um, and, and one quick one from earlier is I'm still getting carded in the U.S., I, I'm 35 years old. Yeah. Like, and that's a huge difference because in Germany, as long as you look like you're over 14, you're not going to get carded basically. Right. Um, I've never seen anyone get carded in either in a bar or a shop here in Germany. Never. No, never. Like no, never. never. Uh, but in the U S most, um, states have this rule and it'll, it'll, it'll be a sign in like the, not Spati, the convenience store where it says like, if you look like under 40, we card or like, right. and it is, God, I went to a like a little fish fish restaurant with my dad, and you know, like, oh, we don't have a drink. Ah, like a game, yeah, give me a Newcastle, whatever you know, you know. So can I see some ID? And I was like, really? And I gave her ID, and she's like, oh, you're born the same year I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, 15 years over the minimum age limit. I'm I'm good. Like, did really? Did you really look? At, I mean, I, did you really look at me and think I'm under the age of 21? Let's be honest. Come on. Uh, well, what's I, happening? Come I mean, on. to be fair, when I was when I was in the states, I didn't get carded either the whole time, and I kind of like I, I wanted to. I was like, oh, like you know, it's a cultural experience. Go back to the states and get carded, but, but I never got carded. But I remember when I was working at a restaurant. Uh, this is what maybe 12 years ago, 11 years ago, in the states, and. Um, <laughs> And uh, we, I guess the cops are kind of going around being really strict on, on IDing at the area. It's also like down a tourist spot near the water. It's a very touristy area. And my boss told me I had a card, everyone, no matter what they look like. Mm. So I was literally going to like 75 year old people <laughs> and be like, hey, can we get margarita? And I'm like, sure you can. But uh, I really got to see your ID. And uh, they did not take kindly to that. Some of them were like, oh, I'm so flattered. You should be flattered, Jeff. Right? Yeah, but at a certain age, it just gets. You know, it's like you're just ordering and then this thing comes and you're like, really? Like, and I get where it stems from. Like, there was probably a lot of, and there always has been, you know, bars and convenience stores that get in trouble because they think somebody looks 21, but it turns out they're actually like 19 or something. safe than sorry, I guess. Yeah, I get the safe and sorry, but like this, like, if you you have to look over the age of 50 or 60 or, you know, it gets kind of ridiculous at a certain point. Yeah, true. um, But it's like being overly cautious, but I get kind of where it's coming from. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. I, I I like getting carded in the states because like I never it never happens in Germany to anybody, so I think it's just cool to have that little little experience. What's next, Jeff? Uh, do you want to talk about your Alps festival in the middle of mountain? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just found out. I honestly forget the name of the festival. I would look it up. My phone is wow over there. We, we, we've prepared. We we've. <laughs> We've he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna boast about this festival and not tell you the name of it so. i'm gonna do that if you want to know send me a dm and uh i'll i'll find i'll figure it out for you excuse me, my nose is extremely stuffy today yeah there's this festival that's happening in april so very soon that is in the alps in austria 
and it's a techno festival, and the actual music part is in the middle of the mountain, so you can go skiing down to the festival. <laughs> I, know, I can't <laughs> as, as, as you were saying that sentence, <laughs> the ability to understand what you're saying just got worse and worse and worse. <laughs> Do you need a tissue or something? No, it's just like the the my, my nose holes are just closed. You know, <laughs> Sorry, say it again. Oh my gosh. Okay, so so you can so. The techno festival is going on, and you can you can listen to the techno as you're skiing down. As there. you're skiing, and then you can ski down, you know, party for a bit, go back up the lifts, and just keep skiing. It's it's like a video game. It sounds cool. so cool. And where where in Austria is this? It's in Austria. <laughs> <laughs> it's de- it's definitely it's definitely in Austria. It's definitely, in it's Austria. definitely in April. So if 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 Google doesn't show you the results there, then what are you paying Google for? All right, guys, if you're into techno skiing. Austria is where you want to be in April, uh, and we'll try and figure out the actual name of this thing and send it to you. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you want to know, uh, just send, send us a DM. I have the link somewhere on my phone, but again, my phone is recording this episode, so I cannot send anything, but it's pretty cool, and uh, yeah. Oh, and it, yeah, and it, one good one we should bring up is to prove that Germans aren't as efficient as you think they are. Like, Talk about this redoing of an entire election because somebody screwed up. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Berlin just had uh, three, four days ago a re-election for the whole state of Berlin. And the uh, original election was a year ago, two years ago or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was during the pandemic. More, it's, more. it's hard to tell with the pandemic when, yeah. when things were. But it was, it was at least a year ago. But they found out it was not up to the constitutional standards. So Berlin had to redo it. Just, just like, it's just like such a microcosm of like what Berlin is with, with compared to the rest of Germany. <laughs> And what people, Germans, think of Berlin. So they had to do a re-vote, which happened last Sunday. And then during the vote, one of the candidates dropped out like a day before. So like there's mail-in vote. Like it's just, it was still, it was fine. It was democratic this time. They paid a lot of money. They brought in EU regulators to make sure that was happening perfectly. And uh, it wound up that like it kind of flipped on its head. And uh, the winning party was not the winning party before. So that was really interesting. So because of their screw up, it changed the outcome of the election. Yeah. Because yeah. It's a year later, you know, like which. I mean, the coalition could still happen. It could be still, uh, what was it? Grün, Rot, Rot, I think it was. And. You should probably explain this. Yeah. Yeah. So meaning <laughs> the the Green Party, the SPD and Die Linke. Because in Germany, parties can come together and make coalitions. So So say you have one, a large party that gets the most votes. But then you have two or three smaller parties that get less. In the U.S., it'd be okay that that big party just wins, right? But in Germany, those three smaller parties can actually come together, pool all their votes, to make, make, a, of make a, a coalition and for a majority. For a majority, yeah, which uh, you can't do in the U.S. So it? the majority this time, the CDU won, whose color is Schwarz, black. So uh, they technically won, but there still could be a coalition, I believe, depending on if they want to coalize together. Now we got a question here. Are you concerned with any type of demographic for your show? Sometimes it seems like it's geared towards 35 and under. Well, Jeff and I are 35, 35 and, and, under. I, and I'm under. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like we say, just we said from episode one, we're just talking about our experience, things that we've been through. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not worried about demographic at all. I mean, anyone's no, welcome, no matter what age. No, no. And, and we've never sat down and decided or focused on any demographic or any country we're aiming at or, you know, like nothing. I mean, like, again, this is just our personal experiences, excuse me, (laughs) our stories moving abroad. um, And, you know, I mean, they always say, you know, when you're writing a screenplay, like write what you know, you know what I mean? And 
same with the podcast, like talk about what you know and what we know is what it's like to be 35 eight, at 35 and a 32 and year old. <laughs> yeah. And under. So, um, so we're not trying to exclude anybody. That's just, that's just our, the world that's around us. But I mean, uh, yeah. And, and, and certain things like we've, we have had some people, they've asked for episodes about, um, the pension schemes and, and what it's like to retire in Germany. It's just, we can't speak to that because we just have no personal experience about that. You know what I mean? Right. I, mean um, I mean, yeah. So that, you, that's the only reason it's not trying to exclude anybody. Um, it's just, exactly. It's, it's, I, I can speak about like a little bit about the pensions, but I haven't gotten mine yet. And who knows if I'll ever get one because the pensions is going down the pooper at the moment. So, I mean, we could talk a little bit about it, but like you said, we don't have experience with it. And I don't, we feel more comfortable talking about, especially for their bigger episodes about things we have, we've had experience with and not just reading a Wikipedia page or something, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so we could, we, could, we, we totally could do episodes that are focused on, um, um, yeah, retirement and that sort of thing. But again, it would just be us recycling information that we're finding online. It would not be firsthand experience. And we like to always give firsthand experience for our exactly. episodes. Um, but no, we've like, we're more than happy to talk about anything that we have experience with. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, if, yeah. if this show keeps going on for like 20 years, then our demographic will, you know, be 55 and younger. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, exactly. As the years go on, even from the past three years, there's probably, you could probably go and see a shift in what we talk about just because as our lives change, our, our hobbies change, you know what I mean? Like our, as our lives change for whatever, we will still be friends forever. <laughs> exactly. <A little> vitamin C. <laughs> like when I, when we started, I was not engaged or getting married and suddenly I'm doing, yeah, now I'm you're doing s- that oddly adult thing that I never thought I would do. So, you know, like, so now, now you have talk something to that. talk about exactly, and yeah. before we have no idea. Yeah. So, but yeah, good, good, good question. But no, we, we never exclude anybody. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not really, yeah. We're not concerned with who's listening. We would like, we want everyone to listen, whether you're old, young. Absolutely. Let's do, uh, let's do two more for two for more the shuffle. So you grab one of yours and I'll grab one of mine. Oh, okay. Um, don't overthink it. Okay. There's live people, people waiting here. <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to read. You're welcome, James. We all love vitamin C, so let let that let, let that stick sizzle in your head for a bit. Uh, I'll put one out there, which I don't know if you can do in the states anymore. But I know when I lived there, you really couldn't as couldn't really couldn't, and that is buying phone cards at a grocery store, meaning like a SIM card and a whole phone number at a grocery store for like ten bucks. You put in your phone, boom, you got internet, you got numbers. You're saying you, you can't do that in the U.S. Not that I've seen so much. Hmm, I. I the reason I can't speak to this is because uh, I've lived here for so long. I've never had to go buy a SIM card from a grocery store, so I never tried in the U.S. In the mean? U.S. Yeah, yeah, I just know like when you're when I'm at the grocery stores here, you see them just everywhere, just like a bunch of yeah. Every convenience store, every grocery store, they're just there like five euro. You get five minutes of time on it and a, the SIM, you know, like yeah, five or, ten euro, whatever. A lot of them have like unlimited for like ten euro, you get like unlimited texts and calls, but you get like two hundred megabytes of data. Or something like that. That's what I used my first few years here. Yeah. It was a really affordable way to have a number without paying or without worrying about a contract. So I wasn't sure if I was going to stay or if I was going to leave the country or not. There must be an easy way to do it because I know a lot of people, they come to the U.S. and they're traveling for a few months. And so just the same as we would do, they want to get an American SIM. So they're saving money. So I'm sure... I know everyone, if anybody knows, uh, jump in there. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. The thing is, I've never, when I'm at an gro- American grocery store, I'm not looking for Sims because. That, that could be it too, because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not seeing it because I'm looking for it. But I do know, like, when people do travel to Europe, I tell them, like, don't necessarily go to Verizon or ATT and, char- and pay more for your. No, wait till you land and yeah. Because maybe, maybe they have a good deal if it's like, you know, 10 euro or whatever, fine. 
But I think it'd be cheaper just to get a new SIM card here, pay 10 euro, and then you have something for a week, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just, I've just never looked. I, I, would just, I would just assume there is somewhere, but maybe that could be a bad assumption. But uh, Maybe there is now, because prepaid also wasn't a big thing back in like 2011, 2012 anyways, and maybe now prepaid is bigger in the States. I don't know. Th- there could be regulations around it, because I know um, the US government, of course, is concerned about burner phones and easily grabbed SIM cards, because... You know, because um, drugs, drugs and criminals and terrorists use that sort of thing. So it could be possible that there's regulation on where you can buy and sell SIM cards that's stricter in the U.S. than elsewhere. You know what I mean? True. That could be a thing. I mean, all I know is like I never had to deal with it because I've I've kept my SIM the SIM card from before I moved to Germany. Yeah. So when I so when I go back to the states for a couple of weeks, I just pop in my SIM card from uh from back in the from back in the day. Still works. It still works. Yeah. Oh, look at Whatever. that. Uh, here's one. Have either of you ever considered hybrid living, splitting your time between the U.S. and here, Germany? Uh, no, I, I have not. Um, before we answer that, we're going to go ahead and time is a run-in, so I think we have to cut things short. So okay. let's go ahead and do a quick rescue review, and uh, then we can end the episode, and we'll continue with live questions. Okay, let's do that. Um, I, have, I have enough. Do you have, do you yeah. have some? I'm, I'm going to give myself a little, a little sippy, a little sippy right there. Okay, just a little one. Uh, again, we are drinking Nika Days Smooth and Delicate Blended Whiskey, 40% alcohol from Nika Whiskey, a Japanese one. And uh, it's a really cute bottle. I like the yellow everywhere. It's very like out there, you know? It's cool. Mm. Bad. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, it's good. It is It is good. <laughs> Problem is, as the episode's gone on, my ability to taste has gotten smaller and smaller. Yeah, your voice it started fine. I know my nose just keeps getting more and more stuffy in here. I don't know what's going on. So maybe, maybe I'm catching a cold. I don't it know. It literally happened during that skiing sentence. It went from sound like that. Like, like I, I can't even hum right now. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> but um, uh, based on what I can taste, uh, like like every Nika we've had or every Japanese we've had, uh, I really like it. It's flavorful. It's easy. It's smooth. It's not a lot of burn, but uh, it's got it's got mm. nice mouthfeel. For me, it's an eight. I'll, I'll give it an eight. Very solid. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I like and, it. And... I want to say it was twenty nine ninety nine or something, barely thirty euros. So yeah, it wasn't shelf worthy. Definitely, I mean, it's an, on the it's shelf. An, it's super tasty and only about twenty nine euros. So fantastic, fantastic. And for all of you who have been here live, for all of you listening later, thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for listening for us. Now, live, us. live people stick around because once we end the episode, we will answer these uh, these questions. So yes. don't worry. But to those of you at home who are listening to this recorded. Thanks for stopping by. It's been great. We've had such a fun... Did your phone die? Because it hasn't been plugged in? Maybe. Okay. Well, anybody's listening from home, uh, suddenly our live uh, stream just ended. So we're going to have to end this really quick. So um, stay stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, stay thirsty. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah.